Welcome to Create Beauty Every Day, a podcast with me, Deanne Fitzpatrick, from Deanne Fitzpatrick Rug Hooking Studio and HookingRugs.com, our website. Today, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about what's been happening in the studio. Right now, I'm working on a rug, and the rug is called The Harbor because we are getting ready for our year-long master class on rug hooking art, creativity, and design. And um, I am, whenever I'm excited about something, that's what I want to make a mat about. So right now, I'm making a rug off um, a bunch of houses kind of settled around um, a, a harbor with a big wave in it. And I think of that wave as the wave of creativity. So we're working on that. Um, Angela and I are getting the list ready and Patricia, we're all, we get excited every time someone joins. It's been, it's been a really fun um, activity just getting ready for, for this project. I gotta tell you, it's something I've wanted to do for years. Years ago, I uh, taught a workshop uh, that focused on creativity, but it was only for three days in June, and then I wouldn't see the people for a whole year. And uh, if they if they were able to come back again, sometimes they came from far away, and and I'd only see them that one time. I'm excited about the continuity that I'm going to be able to offer in this workshop. Uh, the internet has made such a difference for rug hookers. We have like our Wild with Wool group on Facebook. You should join if you're not a member. It's it's free. You can just go on there and join up. And every day there's someone posting a beautiful rug that they made. Um, but uh, with all the Facebook groups and all the learning that we can do online, all the YouTube videos, there's just so, so, so much content. And I just find it interesting that technology has led to the growth of such an old, old craft. It's a really wonderful thing. In the studio, we've hired some new people. We've got a guy now who works with us, Greg. He's our kit maker, and he does, he does, he, you know, he just comes in three days a week and, and makes kits for us. It's just awesome. And then Patricia, another woman, has been hired in the studio, and she's coming in for about, uh, like two half days and one full day. And she's helping me, uh, with the list for the harbor and organizing our master class, but she's also helping me get ready for my new book because I am writing a new book and it's going to be a book of uh, daily meditations or daily thoughts that you will be able to scroll through a day at a time. And, and uh, they're the thoughts that I've had over 25 years making rugs. And one of the thoughts that I've been, one of the things I've been thinking about lately, lately, or one of the thoughts I've been having lately, is the whole idea of um, decision making and rug making. I thought, I used to be a therapist, you see, years ago. I did a lot of counseling and helped people in that way, and I enjoyed it immensely, and I learned so much from it myself. Um, and so so sometimes I was thinking, I should do a workshop, you know, like where we use rug hooking as a way to, I was, this would be like an in-studio workshop, I've been thinking. We use a workshop as a way to help people with decision making because every time uh, we pick up the hook and to go to make a rug, we have so many decisions to make. Right from the very, very beginning of the rug where we, um, where we put... Uh, the pen to the to the backing or when we choose the pattern that we're gonna that we're gonna draw every line that we make 
is a decision. And sometimes those decisions are intuitive. And I really like to build on that intuitive decision making. I really like to encourage people to uh, grow in, uh, in, their, uh, in their intuitive decision making. But a lot of times, after a few sort of natural kind of intuitive decisions where you think, yeah, that's the right thing. I'm hardly even thinking about it. I'm just doing it. Then there comes a point where you're like, hmm, okay, the puzzle is back. And I gotta really, you know, come I gotta come around and sort of figure out how to how to get to get get over that hump. And there's a couple of techniques that I think work for that. One is to step away. One is to walk away and give yourself some time. That's a clear one. It was Leonardo da Vinci who suggested that to me a long time ago in a book about him in his notes. He said the best, the best thing we can do for ourselves sometimes is some repose and some rest from our, from our project. The other thing that you can do is you can, instead of like stepping away and go for a walk, you can just literally step away from your rug. So if you step back about four feet five feet, five feet to 10 feet from your rug and look at it from a distance, you can really, really see what, um, what the rug might need. It just gives you a different perspective on it. And so often when I'm teaching people, I see that they cannot see their rug because they're right on top of it. And when I take their rug from them and hold it up for them about eight or 10 feet away, they go, Oh, yeah, it really is working, isn't it? And I just see that light go on. So I think that's another simple thing that you can make in decision-making. The other tip I would say for decision-making when you're hooking rugs is to have the materials that are available to you clear and easy to see. I just watch so many people come with bags and bags of stuff just sort of loaded up and in you know loaded up on top of each other and i i think that if you want to make good decisions about color and texture then you need to be able to look at all of that material and it needs to be uh probably on a shelf or uh in arranged nicely in baskets and separated from each other so that you can clearly tell what uh what's available to you like how can you make good decisions if you don't really know what your choices are so that's the third thing that i think is important about decision making in hooked rugs a fourth tip about decision making in hooked rugs would be don't fret remember it's just a rug I tell that to people in my classes all the time. It is just a rug. There's nothing for you to um, be uh, afraid of or worried about it. Uh, it's just a rug, and it's just one thing that you're making, hopefully in the scheme of making many, many things. So just stick with it, and, um, and uh, don't be afraid of it. It's yours, you know, and but it... It isn't really a masterpiece. We never know a masterpiece while we're making it. It's just a rug. And just go at it. I just look at every rug as if... I just look at every rug really, honest to goodness, as if it was for the floor. Just make a floor mat and stick with it and make your decisions based on the fact that 
this is not the last piece you're going to make. It's not the most important piece you're going to make. It's not your masterpiece. It's just a rug. And that will enable you to make decisions a little with, I guess, with a little bit more authority. You know, you feel more certain and just go for it. Now, is this the, I think this is the fifth tip that I'm going to give you. And the fifth and final tip that I'm going to give you about decision-making in hooked rugs is there's nothing easier to fix than a hooked mat. So if you complete the whole rug, you can just go back to that one little area that isn't working out or that is a problem and change that and fix it by pulling out the strip and pulling in another. If you had, say for example, a sweater and you dropped a stitch and you didn't see it until 10 rows later, you'd have to take out all 10 rows to get at that stitch. But rug hooking is really the most forgiving craft. You can just go, go back to that one spot. Imagine if life was like that. If you could just... <clears throat> Go ahead and live and just go back and fix that one tiny thing that you were sorry for or that, that you wish hadn't happened. Wouldn't that be great? Well, knitting isn't like that and life isn't like that. But rug hooking is like that. You can go back to that little spot and you can get at it and you can change from you can change the blue to green or you can change the teal uh, to pink. It doesn't matter. It's a wonderful, wonderful craft that way. So I don't know that I'll ever do the workshop. I, I thought it'd be a great like workplace workshop using rug hooking to help people make decisions. So you do all these decision-making activities and you teach people about decision-making through rug hooking. I think, I think a lot of workplaces would really like it and have a lot of fun. I don't know if I'll ever actually do that because I am a person who has hundreds of ideas and uh, I'm only able to follow through on some of them. But that's... Uh, a few tips about decision making and rug hooking from me um, and I like I said don't know if I'll ever get to that workshop but I did get to this podcast um, and today I was listening to a podcast actually and I thought hey you're listening to a podcast but really what you should be doing is you should be making a podcast it's nice to reach out it's nice you're there I know people listen to this podcast and I really appreciate it sometimes 400 people listen sometimes we've had up to 1400 people listen to one of our podcasts so I'm really happy that you're there that you listen and that you are interested in what we have to say here at the studio and that you're interested in rug hooking and if you know someone great that uh, I should interview send along um, an email at info at hookingrugs.com and don't forget about the harbor our um, online class for 2020 and uh, registration is happening now we've got lots of people registered and we're really 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 excited to be offering you that class in 2020 the harbor our 2020 master class on rug hooking art, creativity, and design. I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick. My website is hookingrugs.com. My studio is Deanne Fitzpatrick Rug Hooking Studio. And I thank you for being with me today. See you later. Bye-bye.